James. Hello, sir. How art thou? Good, good. How have you been, man? It's been so long since we've connected, had a had a had a sit down, you know, had time to really get into stuff. <laughs> stage Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Stage ten of the Stage Clear podcast this week. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Big big yeah, events. First off, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, I just want to say shout out to Lee Pitts, man. Uh, love the conversation. Love the conversation. I'm not a football guy, not even a little bit, but I have to say I respect the the sport a, a lot more just from hearing that conversation uh, between you two. So I just want to give him a shout out and uh, yeah, just good luck and and prayers towards everything that he's striving for because. You know, he, he definitely has the right philosophy pushing him forward. So I have to, I have to acknowledge that before I even yeah. say anything else. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Uh, that's what's awesome about that conversation is that I feel like these topics are relevant to a lot of people. And I'm so glad as an outsider from football, you, you were able to get some value out of that, right? And for him, like we've always been able to go back and forth like that. He's We talked about it in the cast, but there's like you can tell like who's about it and who's not, right? And he definitely has a work mm. ethic that – He'll, he's oh, going to yeah. succeed, right? It's what he chooses oh, to... One way or another. One way or another, for sure. Yeah. For sure. He has it. Whatever it is, he has it. So an update on Mr. Lee Pitts. Uh, he actually got invited to a 49ers rookie camp. So... Look, look at that. Big man look is... He, he told me he, told me he was that. crying for like 15 minutes when he found out. Wow. <laughs> it was... Um, yeah, so we really – and I had just reached out to him. I knew all this stuff was happening, but I had reached out to him because I knew uh, we needed to catch up and he'd be a great guy to have on the cast. We can talk about a lot of the same things. And it was that critical week, right? So that exclusive interview, that's like so – I'm so happy we were able to get that, you know, at that time in his life, like where it's all anticipation and, and you're waiting and, and so awesome and blessed that it turned – at turned out okay for him you know and that well like he got what he wanted like he's he's there you know yeah that's awesome man no he he just listening to his his thoughts about uh just his goals and things like that you can tell he wasn't winging it you know you can tell oh yeah he's been planning this he's been you know he's he's everything that he's doing to move forward he's doing it deliberately he's doing it with some type of plan you know and i just feel like you you can't help but respect that like even if for me being an outsider again you know when it comes to just my interest in football uh that kind of work ethics i'm gonna say that kind of determination you can't you can't help but to but to respect you know yeah yeah and it'll for sure carry over wherever he goes like we said and so excited for him so happy for him so many prayers went out to him um uh, the audience resonated a lot with it we had a, re- a lot of uh new views on that one so that's awesome nice <laughs> nice so we'll pro- he might show up as another guest sometime whenever he feels like it. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear more from him, actually. Yeah, I think you guys would be uh, good to chat up, too. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Um, nice. So I guess uh, to start, as we always do, get some intros out of the way, right? Uh, we mentioned how you know that special guest star, Lee Pitts, and it was a great episode for us. Uh, we're getting a lot more traction on our audio-only platforms, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, Google Podcasts, wherever you you get your podcasts from, we appreciate you listening to the Stage Clear podcast, and uh, we'd appreciate you know a five star review. Tell us what you like about the the show. We'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on just those platforms, check us out on YouTube. We have shorter segments, tw- 10, 15, 20 minute segments on the really good chunks of the podcast that week. Uh, those go up Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday uh, during the week, and then Monday we try to drop these. Uh, full episodes for you so check those out 
Follow us on social media. We're posting one-minute trailer clips. Uh, those are always doing pretty well. Those are pretty popular. Get a lot of likes. Um, so, yeah, wherever you see us, wherever you find us, there's links everywhere. Find us other places. Tell us what you think. Reach out to us. Uh, if you got questions Please Please you want us it. to address. Yeah, hasn't been a question on here for a while, but stageclearpod at gmail.com. Uh, check that all out. All the links will be in the description. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to emphasize that. Uh, you know, it's nice to just connect with people that, you know, maybe we, we don't have a really a, a history with, you know, and people that are listening to a podcast, listening to our, checking out our YouTube. And yeah, it's nice just to connect with people. And I've been doing it for years on uh, just Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So it's always nice to establish relationships with people that uh, we most likely would never have met uh, if not for, you know, them reaching out or taking initiative and stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely want to encourage that as well. Uh, Please ask questions and comments, or even if you think, you know, we can work on something or, or there's something that we can address, you know, um, I'd be open to that. And I'm no, I know Tim would be open to it as well. We, we do love the feedback and uh, definitely, you know, feedback of like differing opinions, right? When you talk about controversy, that's one that always seems to show up. And, um, you know, if you have a different opinion, if you have an argument to make, you know, a lot of people have opinions but can't necessarily back them up or know why they believe what they believe. If that's not you, if you know you stand somewhere on the opposite side, you can defend it, you know, let us know. Let us know you'd like an opportunity to step in the arena, you know, get a little debate going or something. We'd love to have that. I'm sure other people would love to see it other than just one perspective. Um, I try to play devil's advocate sometimes, but I'm not the best, right? So, uh, yeah, uh, let us know. Anyway, without further ado... It's been like six minutes of pandering. Let's get to this, right? <laughs> a little highly anticipated for me, at least. Uh, I've missed uh, talking to James and, you know, taking that break amidst all this growth was a little uh, worrisome. But I'm glad we're still here. Glad we're still doing it. Um, appreciate having you on, buddy. Yeah, yeah, of course, man, of course. So, think, uh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, let's do it. And no, no, I was going to say, man, after you uh, were kind of updating me on just some of the progress we've been making, man, it's very encouraging, actually. Mm-hmm. New viewers every day. Um, so I have a bunch of stuff to talk about, you know, stuff I wanted to reach out to you. But before we get okay. into any of that, I'm curious if you had anything you were kind of holding on to or if you – because I know you've been busy too. It's not just we went away because we wanted to. We took a little Easter mm -hmm. break because it just happened to work out. And then we took another one because, like, just life, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, have you just been, like, so busy you can't had time, much time to think? Or do you have, like, some things you've, like, oh, I wanted to address that and – Now's your time. You know what? Um, no, I actually, I feel like uh, I, I really have uh, just like really one thing, really, I wanted to uh, share, update, really, uh, in regards to just what has recently been happening. But yeah, in regards to my life, I mean, uh, there's nothing stressful and nothing crazy happening. Uh, cool. I, I just feel busy as usual. Um, and when I say busy, sometimes it's, uh, you know, um, something I'm convinced God sometimes is kind of putting in front of me that it needs to be addressed. So sometimes it's, ministering to friends sometimes it's ministering to somebody that uh in my own family you know and so when situations like that happen you can kind of tell um you know the bible says that god is not a god of confusion and you can almost you can tell when you actually needed to step up and say okay my friend or my family member actually needs this support yeah and yeah when it comes to a person's i don't know livelihood and their eternity and stuff like that that that, that takes priority for me um uh, also, of course, my job, you know, they're they're very, um, they enjoy my work ethics. You know, it's funny because recently I was in, 
gosh, Irvine. I was asked to move to Irvine um, on Saturday classes, and I have a lot more now, heavier workload on Saturday. And financially, it's it's very beneficial. Um, but it was what was really interesting to me was uh, some of the parents told me that they re all received an email that, you know, one of the most energetic and really awesome coaches that our company has is going to be with them, you know. And so they were telling me this, you know, so the company is blowing me up like, whoa, man, this guy is going to be, you know, and I'm glad that I didn't disappoint. But I, it was just interesting to know that, you know, my company obviously is paying attention to my work ethics, even though there's no one really out there watching me, I guess, the feedback from the parents, you know. So they're advertising you now. I, are, I, I guess so. Are you, like, a higher paid tier? Like, you can get, like, <laughs> Joe from accounting, and he'll he'll show up, you know. But if you want James, like, that's top tier. That's premium quality. You got to pay up for that one, you know. Oh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really funny just to hear that, you know. Um, it definitely makes me feel good that – um, it is being acknowledged and it's and it's appreciated as well. I mean, the parents, first thing they said, and I'm talking about five sets of, of families and children that I worked with this recent Saturday, they were already asking, hey, are you coming next weekend, you know? And so I do see on the schedule, I am, you know, I guess I'm going to be covering that those classes uh, for, I guess, the remaining of the season, so, which is fine with me, but it just seems like sometimes I feel like a I don't know, like a doctor or something like this. Like, oh, we need you over here. We need you over here. Hey, hey. you know, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's just funny how um, when you show that you are reliable and you're consistent with these certain areas and there's a respect that comes with what you do, you know, um, obviously there's there's more of a demand sometimes. So it, it's it's nice to some extent, but also because of my introverted personality, it could be overwhelming for me as well. And yeah. When you have multiple things like that, you're trying to balance. That's when it can, uh, it can kind of be a lot for me. And, and and then it's like you know overbooking yourself in one area, and you know, and then I, you know, it's it's interesting. One friend may say, "Hey man, let's have a movie night or whatever this day," and then I'm like, "Oh uh, sure." And then another friend's like, "Hey, you you know you're supposed to hang out with me," and you know, and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. We're supposed to do that thing," and you know, so uh, I don't know. Sometimes it can be a lot of things between you know, but. Um, but nothing like stressful, nothing like bad, or you know. Yeah, yeah, like it's all good things. Yeah, it just seems like. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. No, I feel that uh, kind of workload for sure. You know, with me, it's like I don't have an actual job just yet. Uh, it's just been school mm -hmm. and being a stay-at-home dad, so I fit in a lot of side projects in that. And you nice. know, they they're going well, but kind of the realization, you know, I'm already a little stretched thin with think, different things I'm doing and then we're in the community a lot we go to church and we do small groups and then we go to our, our nerd store a lot right so um, different obligations like that you can kind of stretch you thin if you're not careful with it and then also setting the time for yourself too because you can't pour into others if your cup is empty so that's something I'm trying to learn about more and uh, kind of realize like I got to wake up earlier kind of get some non-negotiables done, right? Things that I need for me and then can go mm -hmm. into doing the rest of my day and what needs to be done. Kind of finding that work-life balance is important. Absolutely, absolutely. That's so interesting you bring that up because I remember that being a very important concept with your last conversation uh, with Lee, you know, is that the non-negotiables. I thought that was really, I think he made uh, reference to Kobe and his philosophy when it comes to like what he will do that day. Not maybe, but what he will do, what yeah, will happen, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, you can't help but respect that. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. No, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, well, if that's all, if that's all you got for us right now, or I guess you know, how was how was your week at least? You know, if there's anything interesting, any entertainment things. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, Doctor Strange does come out soon. I was that was the first thing I was just about to say. Yeah. Man, I, I I love we're on the same page. Oh yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it because I don't really know what to expect, but I do know we're expecting a lot of cameos from past heroes and characters and. You know, some surprises, probably much more than uh, what we received in uh, with the past, the last Spider-Man movie. So definitely much more? looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, but yeah, recently, um, you know, a friend of mine um, um, did invite me to Disneyland. Okay, uh, someone very close to us, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but she uh, invited me to Disneyland and. Me being uh, somewhat of a spectacle, I purposefully, when I go to those environments, wear political shirts that really have statements that is very difficult to ignore. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, yes. Nice, I'm very serious. nice. So, you take, so the okay. First, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I was brought to Disneyland last year, and I kind of put on something that, you know, it was kind of light. It wasn't lighthearted, but it was kind of like a political you know, more supporting the, the conservative right, you know, but I can't. Now I'm curious. Like I want like screenshots. Time. I want to know what these things said. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I brought a, um, I had a t-shirt and uh, it was all red and I had a, uh, a hoodie and the hoodie had the American flag on it. It's a blue hoodie, a hoodie, not too uh, light, kind of a darker, um, you know, but it says, uh, you know, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. You know, <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like suggesting, hey, all this craziness you, you see, don't lean it. No, don't push it my way. Yeah. I didn't want, them. I didn't vote for this, you know. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, so I actually had quite a bit of people, uh, complete strangers throughout the day, uh, head nodding me, high-fiving me just from the sweater. <laughs> just from the sweater. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I was going to say brave man in Southern California. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny because I, I, I received that very comment from a few people, you know. Um, and, but but the, the most funniest part was when I took off the hoodie and I actually had my shirt on. And it's a picture of Trump. It's a real big picture of Trump. And he's holding the like a gas nozzle. And he's saying, do you miss me yet? Oh, my and, goodness. You know, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how it is in Illinois, but over here <laughs> it's a nightmare with the gas pumps, you know. The, you know, so... So it's funny because <laughs> as you're walking through the crowds, as you're walking through the crowd, you can see everyone's eyes drop down. <laughs> and, and... So you're not even going for Disneyland. You like I don't know how often you go, but like you're not going for the rides. You're not going for the characters, <laughs> the entertainment, the food. You are going to, ma- to to do psychological experiments. That's your goal. That's what you're doing. Damn, I ha- I had I had at least thirty people stop me. Some people need to take pictures with me. Some people take pictures <laughs> of my shirt. I'm telling you, man, it was hilarious. Did you they know, have like, characters so walking around? You said what? Do they have characters walking around? They do. They they they're back now, and you okay. can hug them and take pictures. With I was you gonna know. say they're going to you because you're the only one out there, right? <laughs> they're just taking pictures with you. It was just funny because it was funny because you could see all these people had con- you know conservative Christian values that approached me about this, and it was just. It was it was very encouraging actually, you know. And then like, you know, you're here in Disneyland, and you know everyone is probably aware uh, who's listening to this, you know, uh, the Disney execs, you know, with um, this, you know, 
not not and I, I want to be clear it's not everyone's you know not everyone in disneyland has this mindset but yeah you know it came out recently that some disney execs and higher-ups were you know their their whole um idea purposefully was to introduce more homosexual and and all these different other characters from the lgbt plus community in film and yeah. cartoons and so yeah a lot of us especially with conservative values you know that's like that's like you know hor- horrifying to us but i'm even learning there are people from the lgbtq community that also don't want three-year-olds to be watching that either really you know, they're like yeah 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 they don't want to, you know children to be indoctrinated by that stuff like it has you know so there's some people on 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 both ends that really don't care for that so uh, but i guess what i'm trying to get at is i think that my concern is that you know disney is getting uh, demonized by a large group of conservative christians and i think that some of us we have to keep in mind that not everyone that's affiliated with disney uh supports this you know that's that's one thing and i not just thought it was interesting that here i am with my friends and all these other people were high-fiving me and taking pictures with me and hugging me of different ages, older women. And, you know, and, and it's just, it's, it was hilarious. They all was like, man, I, I'm with you on this. I support your conservative values. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, especially in California, it's like a silent conservative type thing because the vast majority of the state will never go red. It's always going blue. But there yeah, is absolutely. a lot of voter turnout. There's a lot of counties that, that are, you know, red so that's that makes sense and but i'm wondering like was it an equal proportion of like people that looked and like like ugh, like you know like and that just looked away and the other thing is like yeah yeah a lot of those people on the left are like not as confrontational right so they're like oh i don't even want to get into it i'm just gonna stonewall this guy and the people that like see it that are supporting like heck you know they're like all for it because they never see it in california you're like a unicorn yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think what really makes us stand out is the fact that I'm black and I'm supporting oh, Trump as well. Yeah. You know, because I think sometimes we see like these black conservative Christians, like Candace Owens or Brandon Tatum or you know uh, Larry Elder has more of a libertarian perspective. You know, conservative, and so we see these people. You know, Dr. Ben Carson, Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. We see these people and they're on TV, but we don't actually see like black conservatives and. It, yeah, it's almost like very rare, you know. So I think it's uh, it was almost refreshing, like almost it it encouraged somebody who has those same values, like hey, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, my friend actually took a lot of photos. A, a lot of times when these people either acknowledged me or wanted to take a picture with me or whatever, you know, she took the photos. So I will be actually putting them online, and it was <laughs> from complete strangers, just a montage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And it was just hilarious. Yeah, so I'm going to probably put it online. I'll probably show you as well and, and I can start posting them. But it was hilarious, man. So it was really, uh, it was funny, man. Everywhere I went, like, especially when you're standing in line, everyone's looking at each other. And then you can see somebody's eyes look at you and look at the shirt. like, And yeah, and you can almost see where, where they, they line up on, on the spectrum eyes. based yeah, on yeah, their yeah. reaction. Yeah, but you can see where they are. You can see. You know, like some people whispering and you can see like they're encouraging their family like, oh, look, 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 look. And then their family's looking like, oh, yeah, we like your shirt, you know. And then you have some people that are looking like, oh. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Trump, you know, the racist, you know. But yeah, but it was really, but it was, it was, it was hilarious. And I, 
I don't want to spend too much time on this. It, it was just, it was so encouraging. I, I feel like I will always go to a theme park with some type of shirt that is saying some statement from now on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. That's fun. That's like, I, th- the fact that you do, that's such a novel idea, you know, <laughs> just like trying to stir the pot, trying to get people to like, like, like you, they can't avoid it. You're in a two hour line for like a three minute interaction, you know, <laughs> like that's funny. And the, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not surprised, like it makes sense, like that they get a lot of positive, like that's awesome. I'm super happy, but I, I would, I feel like still like the majority, which is there like a majority or a lesser, lesser majority that you can like kind of point to a majority or minority of like, um, Mm -hmm. conservative versus liberal like views on it. Like, I feel like you got, you should have gotten way more like just, ugh, you know, or people, I guess, just keeping it to themselves in their heads. Well, you know, and I don't know how, how familiar you are with, uh, the intersectional, um, uh, intersectionality, uh, uh, philosophy, but it was a, a philosophy that was constructed. Uh, I forgot who the person is. It, it's not even that um, that old, but it's a philosophy in which it's a hierarchy of, um, uh, you know, and it's more of a liberal sort of concept. Um, but the idea is that uh, if I am a black male, for example, uh, I have a certain, um, I almost want to say, uh, credibility with victimhood that I can, uh, I guess, uh, apply to my life. So if, if there's a, I don't know, white male and me, um, and I and I want to say something, my voice is automatically louder than the heterosexual white male because yeah, I can identify with the victim group, you know. So what happens is, uh, let's say it's a black woman that steps up. Well, she actually has more, uh, I don't know, uh, intersectional hierarchy, a higher uh, state than I do. But if there's a black trans woman, well, then that person is higher than all of us, you know? And then it just keeps on going. Yeah. It just keeps on going. Whoever can identify with more victim groups, you know, they have the Their voice is the loudest. Correct. correct, Would you say regarding topics that concern that group or just in general, whatever they have to say? uh, It's it's very odd. uh, It's a very odd... um, I almost feel like to some degree it's a little complicated because it's obviously I don't agree with it. I think human beings are made in the image of God. We're all, you know, we're all the same, you know, we all have the same value and, you know, but, um, but according to this worldview or this perspective, yeah, it's, um, there are different groups that occasionally will identify with other groups. Like even if certain groups, I don't know, really don't support, I don't know, like, like, for example, um, I don't know, in, in Iran, for example, uh, or Islam, you know, sometimes if there's something happening in, uh, in, in you know the Arab world, you know you may find that there's a lot of people with a liberal um, worldview. Not all, but some that will identify with them and say, "Hey, we need to support them. We need to help them. We need to, you know." And there may even be some people with the who identify as LGBTQ plus within that framework would, you know, support them as well. Now the issue is, uh, people with a background with Islam. You know, and you know, and not that I want to, you know, get violent or anything like that or say anything violent, but I want to share because it's important to share this that, you know, obviously in the Islamic world, they don't support um, LGBTQ anything. You know, yeah. you get thrown off bill if you if you identify with that. They don't they don't tolerate that at all. But here in the West, people will foolishly 
um, you know, uh, work with them or, or kind of identify with them because they think that they're a victim group, you know? I or think, they, you know, that specifically might, I, I get the point you're making. I think while, you know, I'm not going to sit here and defend like the liberals that are like virtue signaling about almost any victim group that happens and comes along the road, right? Except like a mm -hmm. cis white male um, and patriarchy. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that kind of stems <laughs> from like a post 9-11 world where like a lot of that group got a lot of hate and a lot of assumptions well, from the did. country, they you know, uh, because of what happened. Everyone just assuming there's somehow <laughs> some relation, you know, um, and that's just, you know, a, a racist, like awful assumption um, to have on anybody, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you could Agreed. point to almost, you, I, not almost, you can point to any, you know, race or creed or group and there's some atrocity that happened at some point, right? Uh, mm -hmm. That doesn't make the person uh, responsible or connected in any way by any means, you know? Agreed. We even talked about Agreed. that last time with Christians not always being Christ-like. Uh, Lee brought up a great point and it's like, well, that's not Jesus, mm -hmm. is he? <laughs> you know? That's not what the Bible <laughs> teaches, right? So I think it's important to know um, the foundations of this thing and not judge people based on like assumptions like that. Uh, so I can see why, why they've were seen as a victim group and why a liberal might like defend something like that. But it is kind of mm -hmm. contradictory when, when you say like, you know, the actual teaching and that actual land, like that, that's what's going on, you know? Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, but in, in a general sense, uh, I had one of the best days I'm going to say in my life. This, uh, <laughs> experience, you know? And, uh, yeah, like I said, I'll keep you updated when I post, uh, these pictures, but it was just amazing. Like I was in, you know, both parks at one point and, you know, it was the same responses and it was just amazing. The people that stepped up and it was really nice to see like that unity, you know, especially in a place like California and specifically Disneyland. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So very you... nice to know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That that's, that's cool. That's a cool little story. And I, I, I think it's funny that like that psychology, experiment like you said like there's certain <laughs> things that are banned now they're inhumane you know <laughs> and you're just going out there like making statements like seeing what happens <laughs> no fear <laughs> that's uh, awesome though that's uh, cool yeah yeah oh yeah hilarious man <laughs> so you so brought up running, so yeah yeah i'm just saying you know so just keep in mind if we ever go to a theme park you know just i know just what to expect what's happening you know that's that's happening <laughs> <laughs> or any place that has a bunch of people, right? To just get that reaction. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you brought up a good point about different identities and and, diff and kind of the level of voice someone has, right? I think that's really relevant uh, now and it was before. But now it's like victim groups and, and it's like a competition for who suffered the most, right? And it's like no one wins that way, you know? Uh, discussing discussing that, but I was also having some heated conversations with some of my closer friends who disagree with me on some of these topics that we're talking about. That's just kind mm -hmm. of going to the effect of like not talking about something that you're not a part of, that you're not a, a part of that group, right? And we talked about. I don't think either of us agree with that sentiment that you can't comment on something because you're not a part of that group. Oh yeah, and, that's that's just hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it's just it's it's folly because like nothing is beyond criticism, right? And it's up to the audience to determine the validity of the person that's talking. You know, no one, not everyone has to mm -hmm. listen, not everyone has to watch or agree. Uh, but if someone says something, you can form an opinion on it afterwards. You know, but it, you can't mm -hmm. like just uh, gatekeep um, conversation or opinion. You know, nothing will come of that if we just assume that the people that uh, experience something directly are are the best. Um, you know, all there's no mm -hmm. other debate that can happen. 
right? Mm. Um, and this is really relevant now, and I don't know, I'm sure you've heard, right? And this is kind of the big hot button issue, but the leaked documents from the Supreme Court about, you know, overturning Roe v. Wade, uh, the voting that happened, or that's going to happen, and where they're kind of lying. And I think there's a lot of um, information going around, and it's very hyperbolic, right? Because yeah. it's like, this is, they're saying this is everything, they're trying to ban abortions, and realistically, it's, it's nothing is, almost nothing's changing. It's just going to a state's rights issue, you know? Correct. It's Correct. not just federally; they're not going to have a hand in it. But nothing else is changing, and the, the place that you, you know most places that are really caring about this this issue uh, from a from a liberal perspective, from a pro pro choice side, those places aren't going to change anyway. So you're fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's really just states' rights and their ability to uh, have mm-hmm. that decision instead of the federal court. So I thought, and I didn't know that at first, you know. I, 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 the first I saw of it, I was like, oh, wow, that's a huge thing. But then I, it was explained like, no, it's just, you know, it's not federally. Yeah, They're just yeah. taking their hand out of it. And it's a state's rights issue now. Um, so I, I, I get people are upset, but I think there's a lot of hyperbolic, uh, you know, arguments mm-hmm. going out there that aren't really relevant too much. Um, I can see how <laughs> you can say slippery slope or whatever, how we're going back um, 50 years. And uh, it's like a right of women to like have decision over life and everything. And that's, you know, just blatantly false. None of us have that ability, you know, uh, murder is murder and, and no one's allowed to do it. Um, the problem comes mm-hmm. when you don't see it as, as murder. Right. And they're trying to get, like, get around that statement and more, make it more about women's rights and saying people don't care about women when that's not, you know, realistically, that's not what's happening here. So I, I was just curious, like what what your opinion on the, all that stuff was. It broke like last night, <laughs> like late. Yeah, at night. yeah. Actually, my my yeah my newsfeed uh, was just filled with it. And even this morning, one of my best friends was like, "Hey, so I I, I know you you have an opinion about this, you know." And but I no, but I actually I would, I would agree with you. I'm I'm where you are. I mean, obviously, I I, I initially was thinking, okay, is this really happening? Is this yeah. really getting get? You know? Yeah. And yeah, but as you kind of. You know, you look into the details, you realize, oh, okay, this is, you know, what exactly what you explain. You know, this is uh, nothing's actually uh, changed, you know, so it's. Uh, yeah, it yeah, seems so. like a big deal because it's been in the, you know, protected by the Supreme Court for so long, but it's literally just up to states now. You know, most places yeah, that yeah, you live yeah. won't change their stance on it. It's just that now it's. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I. I uh, you know, it, it hurts me to know that there are just children being, you know, pulled apart in the womb and, and you know, and yeah, murder is murder. Like you said, man, I don't, I mean, I, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because yeah, it almost feels like it just, um, I think there's a metaphor always used like the rattling of the cage, you know, I just feel like it kind of riled a lot of people up, but yeah, you're right. It's not Well, really that happy. was the intent. Like the document was leaked and this has never happened before. Right, and that's supposed to be separation of the three branches of government, and the Supreme Court is supposed to be allowed to isolate itself and make these decisions based on the Constitution and the law. You know, this is clearly an attempt to like rattle the whole nation, get people all upset, and and, like mob rule and everything, and scare people into changing their votes. Um, And that's not right. That's not that's not our due process. You know, it's the same energy as like the January sixth, whatever, right? And they they love comparing it to January sixth all the time, the storming the Capitol and everything. That horrid event that was compared to nine eleven and Pearl Harbor. Um, Yeah, yeah, and it was only one person that died, which does not resemble that at all. Yeah, yeah, which of course you know is a it's awful, terrible. Yeah, yeah, 
And yeah, it's just literally one person died, you know. But so this is uh, to the same effect where it's uh, not a acceptance of a legal system and our due process and everything, and they're trying to, you know, change everything and get, like, they, like I said, mob rule and uh, get people to change their votes on that. And and honestly, I feel the same the same way when I found out like what the filibuster was and everything. And both parties are guilty of it, but it's just it doesn't make it's just kind of wild how we can just like kind of sit there and and do nothing and like kind of take up time for like a whole day and then it's like okay we'll 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 change things right um and like the court of law like that's protesting that's whatever but like in in like not the court of law but in in the government right um so yeah there's a lot of uh different aspects of this but it's just yeah you know we have to let the supreme court be able to do their job right correct 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 and that's what they're there for you know that's why they were established yeah, and um, this is obviously a hot button issue, and I did want to get into like a kind of an abortion kind of um, okay segment here because I think it's important, and I think it's important to give like at least the pro life view, and and I'll I can maybe talk to some of the the pro choice um, arguments I've heard and whatnot. Uh, obviously, okay. if someone disagrees, they're welcome to comment or whatever, and maybe we can do this debate like for real at some point. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. But yeah, everyone's yeah. everyone's talking about it, and really, what's uh, I, I've been seeing all sorts of different great takes on Twitter, and uh, it's really interesting how like the mm. lefts or the progressives, I would say, their main arguments mm. that they always go to for abortion are kind of like folly now, right? When they say "my body, my choice," it's kind of hollow yeah. after COVID and everything. Okay. Yes, you know, yes. with all the vaccine stuff and vaccine mandates, right? Right. Um, right. And my body, my choice, and everything, but until it like is in direct harm of somebody else, right? And at the time, I saw that argument against you know the vaccine stuff in itself. You know, uh, yeah, I believe you have your rights and your autonomy until you're going to hurt somebody. You know, that's the, how the law works. Um, mm. But with this, it's so different. Like you can pull those similarities, but it's different because with abortion, it's like you're directly making a choice to 100% or 95, 90%, right? Because there are people that survive the abortion for a little bit anyway, right? They won't resuscitate them. They'll just let them die. But um, you're making a direct choice to end someone's life versus like with COVID, the 90, the the 0.01% chance that it'll spread to somebody, you know, not directly, but like, you know, uh, throughout some time Mm -hmm. through passage, right? Between people. So that's, I think, the big distinction there. But so that's the first argument. And then the other one is like, oh, uh, I'm a woman and like you can't talk on this matter, right? And with oh, all yeah, the yeah. Leah Thomas stuff and like everything else, it's like who you can't even define woman anymore. So <laughs> those yeah. the two yeah. biggest like arguments, like how are you, how are you going to support those now, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'd love to hear more. And, and all I – what I've heard recently is like they just—it's all, all about women's rights and it's attack on women and and you know everything and I think it's it's very like selfish to think like that and like not for the person in the womb you know what about the woman that could be in the womb you know they don't have right. rights right. As, just because they're a smaller person like that's not fair that's not right you know um, so I think when we engage in this argument it's you have to be careful and and the reason why I'm willing to do this this is one of the things I'm more passionate about more um, good willing to defend because it's it matters right we've been the genocide of kids has been going on for however many years in this country and especially reading the old testament and all the biblical revelations that comes from it and the 
the God Moloch and all the baby sacrifices that went on in the Old Testament and how the Israelites yeah. constantly fell to that and other things, you know, <laughs> there's similarities. You can't help but be pulled here and it's awful. Child sacrifice, it's a, it's a thing. And, um, you know, when, when you... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One, one thing I was going to say is that, I mean, obviously, you know, you being father... Oh, would, my I goodness, would, don't even... Yeah, this resonates, like... this resonate, you know, but, you know, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, this would be something that would resonate with you like at a, at a deeper level even probably more deeper than me like already as a christian i i understand human life to be valuable like even if a person's in a coma like that's a human being made in the image of our creator yeah they have worth they have inherent you know you know value and worth that can't be stripped away from them you know and yeah but i couldn't imagine like like even you know trying to have a discussion with somebody about this and my baby's sitting in the chair and i'm feeding her you know and i'm trying to go online like like you know like to me, like it would even be more. Uh, I'd be more. I feel more encouraged to actually defend life in the womb because. Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. Yeah, you know, I felt I, her kicks. I, you know? I was there the yeah, whole yeah. time. Like. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I couldn't even imagine how, uh, where your mind is with this, because already I'm passionate about this. I, you know, and I've shared. Uh, I think I've shared this uh, on stage clear, and I've um, shared on my own. Uh, YouTube channel that, you know, my mother actually was encouraged to have an abortion with me by, you know, the health physicians that were, you know, uh, assisting her when she was hit by a car and, you know, found out she was pregnant and I was there and, and, you know, for them, they, they really felt like, well, you know, it's probably not a promising um, process to go forward with this, this, you know, this child, you know, and delivering this child, you know, because they're most likely going to have this and this and, you know, and these are health physicians encouraging her to have an abortion, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's horrifying to know that this is the world we live in. We even have people that are supposed to be actually like, you know, and to some extent, our, 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 our saviors, people that we look up to that are going to tell us the truth. And even they are, you know, um, willing to kill a baby in the womb or encourage it, you know, and it's like, it's... Who do you mean are the so saviors that tell the truth? You're talking about politicians or people that make the law? I, I mean, you know, like, like you know, we, we definitely have... Uh, oh, you're talking about the doctors, huh? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Health physicians and just people in these, these, you know, these positions. Yeah, we see them as like, okay, like, I'm going to put my trust in you. You've gone to school or you have this experience. Like, I trust your thoughts about this, you know. Yeah. And for someone to kind of share some type of subjective opinion about human life, human life, you know, of, of anything. Yeah, it's just, it's horrifying to know what, what where we are today. And I don't know, I think we're forgetting that, uh, you know. We, we've heard it a hundred times, but, but it's going to be something that we're going to be all judged by. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. You know, and it's very obvious. It's one of the, the commandments. And whether you dismiss it or not, we all will answer to God. If we have killed somebody, you know, we're going to answer to that. That's human life. You know, whether you, you've seen it or they were smaller or, you know, um, yeah, that, that's a human life made in the image of our creator. It's going to be, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah go ahead. like I've said before, this this thing like I'm getting into this, but honestly what's happening right now, the Roe v. Wade, the situation, it is not, first of all, even if it happens, it's not going to take place till June, but it's not affecting anyone's right to an abortion or anything. If that, you know, I hesitate to call it that, but um, it's, it just makes it a state's rights thing. You know, that's all that's happening here. But to get into the conversation, like uh, you have to be able, if you're going to take any stance like this, you, you have to say, you have to be able to decide like when, that 
person becomes a person, right? From your view, when are you going to decide when the baby is granted personhood? You know, so many times mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's just a clump of cells. It's just something in the, it's a parasite or whatever in the right. womb. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The woman, you know, it's the woman's body. Uh, what about when there's two heartbeats, you know? What does that make the right. woman? There's like, when the heartbeat is detected as early, I don't know exactly how it's early. Um, but uh, there's... I believe it's six weeks. It's six weeks. Six weeks? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, like you have to be able to, like, what do you, what do you say to that? You know, there's, there's a lot of different arguments as far as like, uh, as long as they can be sustainable outside of the womb and then you're just talking about, you know, where they are. Right. Um, so you gave yeah. me great resources yeah. that I'll kind of try to list down and you can probably help me out through this argument if I don't make it su- super well. But the basic um, acronym that James has given me, which from some person that he talked about. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, Scott Klugendorf. Scott Klutendorf. Uh it's it's sled, right? So it's uh, the size of the person, uh the level of uh dependency of the person, right? The environment. Mm-hmm. Or, right? The environment and then yeah, and... uh d- um dependency. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's we uh have size, yeah, size, level of development, uh, environment and degree of dependency. So those four um just even even one of them really, uh, you know, they can be used as arguments, but they're scientific facts as well to consider when it comes to the topic of, of abortion. And what I love about Scott Klusendorf is that although he is an evangelical Christian, he is devout. Uh, he doesn't use the Bible to, uh, you know, to argue why uh, killing a baby in the womb is wrong, Yeah, you know, which I think is very unique, you know, but he thinks it's important that we Christians know how to argue from a scientific standpoint. So, um, you know, we know, for example, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal is bigger than most of us, you know, uh, you know, most of us even probably watching this, you know, but just because he's bigger doesn't mean that he's more important. And just because we're smaller than him doesn't mean that we're less important. And so that's the rationale for people who think it's OK to sometimes kill a baby in the womb. It's like, yeah, it's well, literally because the person is smaller, you know, yeah, just because yeah, they're yeah, smaller doesn't, doesn't give make... them make them any less of a person, you know, correct. Correct. They have all the facilities, all the faculties of a of a whole human being, just like anyone else. You know. Now they they're less developed, but you know a five year old is less developed than a fifteen year old. Yep. You know. Yeah. So it's just it doesn't make sense. And that's the biggest argument is like where you draw the line. Where do you consider that baby becoming a person? Where do you consider that child becoming a person? That uh, woman becoming a person? Right. Uh, you're so. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone's so upset about women's rights and everything, but what about the women that are in the womb, you know, Thank and the, you. And the you. men that are in the womb for that matter, you know, equal rights mm-hmm. and everything, right? I saw a yes. tweet that was really uh, said the biggest like equal rights issue is not pay, pay gap or the wage that you make. It's the ability that to choose life or not, you know. Women exclusively mm. have the right to determine that with abortion. They exclusively have the right to determine life or death. That's the mm. biggest way. That's the biggest uh, disparity between the equality of the sexes. Uh, when you when you uh, use abortion as a right, you know. Mm. Um, mm. So with all of that, yeah, let's keep going down the list. So it's uh, we got talked about size, right? Size you can't yeah. determine the value of a person through that level of development. You can't determine the value of yeah. a person through that. You're saying a kid is not a, not a person as as someone that is yeah, older. Yeah, we had a, a five year old girl. She obviously is less developed than a thirty five year old. You know. A uh, five-year-old doesn't have reproductive organs that have already ready to, you know, give birth, but 35-year-old can, you know, and so she's less developed, you know, so it's uh, it, it really doesn't make sense when you, you know, 
even a toddler, you know, compared to someone that's older. Like, one is less development. doesn't mean that they we had the right to kill them. Yes. It doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah, there's, you know, there, there's a... Uh, yeah, it's just um, when, when, when a person is challenged with these arguments to really try to be consistent, it's just, it's hard to really, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, I don't know, have some integrity with this sort of uh, discussion when you walk it out, these scenarios all the way out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's the same concept. So the next know, one is, is environment. You know, people will say, oh, right. they're still in the womb. They don't count as a person. Once they're out of the womb, they do count as a person. That yeah, shouldn't yeah. matter where you stand, your personhood, yeah. you know, like at all. That has no relevance to you being a person. Um, right, the, your right. physical location. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, you nailed no, it was. It was. Uh, it's. It's a good uh, list here. And then the last one is uh, degree of dependency, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So bec- they say because uh, it's in the womb, it's it can't be self-sustainable. Well, what what do you mean to that? You know, a, a infant child is not self-sustainable. You know, they need the mother's uh, attention and care for years before they're able to. I guess, take care of themselves. And to extend from that, what about um, people that are mentally ill or have a heart defect or a brain defect or anything like that? You know, we're saying people that are um, maybe special needs or they need extra care that they're not uh, worthy of personhood. You know, you get into a lot of dangerous territory when you make those assumptions. Yes. Yes, Tim, you, you, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. You nailed it. So it's really difficult to argue that when you have like so many examples of people on respiratory systems that, you know, they need assistance with breathing or they need help with medication or they need help to be cleaned or changed or, you know, you know, exchanged organs and all these different things. So it's like, it's very difficult to be consistent with something like this when, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and we don't have the right to kill any of these people just because they need help. That's the biggest point. You can't just look at a kid because you're um, the mom and and just decide then, right, that you can just kill them. But you can do that if they're in the womb, right? That doesn't make any sense. Um, So that's – and I've talked about this before and I might have said it already. But the point of the reason why these two groups, pro-life and pro-choice, can't come to any fundamental understanding is because we fundamentally disagree on what is a life and what is not. And I would agree. The pro-choice side always tries to avoid the argument of like, where do you determine when a person is a human? And you can pull out the charts on people. You know, the charts are very disturbing too. Like having people actually point, like, okay, that's oh, a human yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. It's like, how I've do you? I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. You know, and then there's there's you know we don't even have to get into it. But there's so much material, so much like awful you know visuals. And when you actually see this process being taken place, it's it's horrific. You know, that's all. That's the only word mm. that can describe it. It's horrific. And there's um, something I saw that was like a, a preface to a book talking about talking about this, and it mentioned a scenario back in back in the '60s, I think, before um, all this like was official, yeah. Roe v. Wade and everything. Um, but this father was with his his daughter, and she was giving birth, um, and it was a beautiful baby. Everything happened right. It was a, it was a premature baby, right? And it was a little bit so. Uh, I was around six, six months or so. I think it was la- like later third trimester or something. But the, all the doctors res- like rushed to resuscitate it after the baby was removed and brought it back to life and everything. But in and and then in the other, other room over there, there was another scenario where it was like a baby that was a little bit older, right? But it was uh, they had decided to have an abortion, you know. So they had pulled the baby out and it had survived, right? It's premature or whatever, but it had survived the abortion thing and it was kind of just 
crying and and kind of they just but they just let it die you know the nurses and everything they had to pretend they didn't hear it and they kind of just left it alone you know um versus this other scenario where it's literally just the person decided they you know wanted it the viability of the baby is there but they, it's just the effort was taken to save the baby the, the person or not you know um so all these like arguments and everything to try and dehumanize uh, babies in the womb is just you know awful and just not mm. yeah, yeah healthy for anything yeah yeah and this is um you know i i for years tim i didn't really care to even engage in this discussion and i'm talking about like you know late teens early 20s i didn't really care for it and around that time i um I acquired my first laptop. It was a Sony laptop. I was very proud of it. I bought it myself. And then I had Sprint, so I had access to the internet for the first time, and I, it just opened up my whole universe. Just, you know, it was the internet. I could see anything. I could learn anything. And I don't know if it was an act of God. I don't know if I just made a mistake, but I incidentally went on this website that showed aborted babies. Now, prior to that, I didn't know what abortion was more you know more in detail i just knew it was like you know kind of removing the baby and i thought it was something kind of like clean and and it wasn't dirty and you know i just thought oh okay if you don't want a baby you know there's a clean way to just kind of make it go away and i didn't know the details of it and i, I kid you not i incidentally pressed something and i don't know what site popped up and i went there incidentally and i just seen pieces of um uh, uh pieces of baby parts in a, a dumpster or something. Yeah, it gets pretty graphic and, um, with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was always into horror movies. So, you know, I, you know, I, I enjoy a lot of the horror movies and stuff like that. So seeing pieces of somebody wasn't uh, never a big deal. But uh, it was it was so different to actually see actual pieces of a human being. It wasn't. Hollywood. It wasn't like makeup. It wasn't some prosthetics. It was, you know, and and I kid you not, like I'm I'm I'll be 40, you know, in June, and I still remember how w what this looked like. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to see any of that anymore, you know. But I I still remember how it looked, you know, and it was for the first time it hit me what abortion actually was. Like it wasn't this clean thing that was no, okay. No. And it, yeah, yeah, and uh, it, but it horrified me. It horrified me, and I didn't develop a, a passion to actually speak against it until later on but um, yeah yeah man it's just um yeah and it's so interesting you bring up the uh the you know uh, the old testament uh, concept of moloch and and just babies being destroyed ritually you know, sacrificed and, oh my gosh and the drummer you know um to my understanding would beat the drum so loud that you know the mothers could not hear the babies actually scream and being burned alive you know in these you know just this melting pot of from moloch and yeah it's just horrifying but it's it's pretty much what's happening you know today you know it's uh, really just horrific man just the fact that the society would allow like get to a point where we allow this right and it's not going to look it's one of the things you look back on history like historically it's it's you're not in the right and it's going to be a blemish like a, a really bad uh, time laying back in American history, you know, mm. uh, it's not, it's not a, a rights issue. It's just like, where is that 
um, baby a life to you. And I think even when you want to take it to those extremes, like you, you have to make an argument, like if you don't believe in mm-hmm. conception, you know, it, it, it is a human being and we've presented a good argument for why it is. But if, even if you don't like the fact that you have to go through that process and choose what size, you know, even when you do that, I think you'll find that it's way more often way younger than you would expect. You know, you oh, there's, yeah. there's very little time to get a, I guess, a safer moral abortion if there ever was a thing, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, a lot less yeah, time than you yeah. would think. And uh, there's laws and everything I've heard being passed in California or wherever else where if the mother doesn't want the child, you can be um, uh, still mm-hmm. be terminated, even, even post-birth, you know, up to like a couple days or weeks or so. And so, like, where do you... Wh- at what point do you see it as a human life? And like I said, you can't get away from that that subject you can't go to these other arguments um in the progressive left because like all the, all these arguments have been detracted from you know my body my choice with with covid and the vaccines like clearly wasn't true Seriously. you know there was no body Seriously. no choice it was like do this because you're putting people in danger but what about the actual lives that are being ended you know not just yeah. the statistical chance someone older your older relative will pass but the actual mm. physical 100 percent guarantee that you are making a decision to kill somebody you know, Correct. that would apply Correct. the same way. And then also, you know, I'm a woman. Uh, you can't talk about it because you don't have reproductive organs. Like you can't define women. What does it mean anymore? You know, is it yeah. like with yeah. those reproductive organs? Is that how you say it? You know, um, what about men that identify as women? You know, and not everyone supports that. And um, <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. a big argument nowadays. It wasn't before, you know. So when you throw those out the way and you're just looking at, I guess, women's right to choose or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, if you want, they want access to, like, safe and legal abortions, right? And I, I understand the argument for, like, the danger that women are put through, that these abortions will happen anyway. They'll just be a lot less safe. Uh, coat hangers and other things of that nature and, you know, terrible things. And I'm not... Those are all, I would say, criminal activities and should be prosecuted as such, you know? Bad things are going to happen to everybody. But... Um, it's against the law, right? Making the laws about that, the criminal activity that goes on versus just allowing, you know, the woman to just make the choice to kill, to kill a baby, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what I really wish um, there was more of an emphasis on, and I don't have the statistics uh, in front of me at the moment, but uh, you know, the suicide rate for women that actually have abortions, you know, and I think that this is something that is often swept under the rug and it's not, often considered, but um, the grief that some women experience of actually killing somebody, it doesn't just go away, you know, it haunts your conscience, and for some people, it drives them to ending their own lives, you know, and it's a very sensitive topic, and I know, you know, it's not a very popular concept, but I think some people just kind of think that, you know, uh, you can just magically make this child go away, and there's other people that do it, and everything's okay, but we don't know how a person is going to respond after they destroy and kill their, their baby. You know, you can't determine um, how you're going to respond, you know, and uh, it's just sad. It's sad. There's a lot, a lot of young ladies that um, they end their lives because, you know, everyone told them everything's okay. This is best. You know, you have to live your life. You know, you want to go to school. You, this is stop, you know, this will stop you and prevent you from doing those things. And uh, yeah, they can't continue with their lives or maybe they have to live with that grief and they're just, you know, they don't live, I'm going to say, maybe to their full potential because, you know, uh, this is haunting them, you know, for their, yeah. even if they do have children in the future, 
it's, it's still haunting them, you know, so. It's very, very, um, it's a lot to consider with, uh, with this, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a. that's what we a, going against God, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's a horrific yeah. concept, and a lot of that, a lot of the reason people support pro-choice a lot, too, is because of that confirmation bias where it's like they don't want to see themselves they've had an abortion or so right someone has in their no. lifetime and they don't want to see it as evil because then they see see themselves as evil right i mm. think um that's the same reason people don't want to look at their their sin right when we realize you know we are all sinners you know we all have this thing we have to deal with um and god's judgment is is pure on that right he has the ten commandments that we know it's wrong um absolutely but that shouldn't keep us from acknowledging it and addressing it you know and, and coming to christ and our, our savior and then also from the flip side like just still acknowledging that it's wrong don't just feel like don't be afraid to call yourself out you know it's okay we fall yeah. we make mistakes but but like acknowledge it at some point you know move on and like live with it well yeah and and this is why i love that you know regardless of what worldview we have whether we're christian or non-christian we do have a conscience that God has given us um, to help us, you know, uh, differentiate between right and wrong, you know. So even when we are doing wrong and we know it, we're, we're you know, our conscience will, will alert us, hey, you're stealing from your mom. Hey, you're going against this guideline. Hey, you're doing something illegal, you know. And so um, with that, you know, we, we, we don't actually have an excuse uh, on Judgment Day. It's because we, we're going to have our conscience that's going to actually accuse us. It, yeah. It'll say, yeah, yeah, actually, we did know when we were doing that. Yeah, when we were stealing, yeah, we did know. We did know that person was in need, but uh, we wanted to help ourselves. Or, yeah, we manipulated this. But, yeah, we did it for, you know. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Book of Romans tells tells us very clearly that um, no one is without excuse. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's pretty clear. And then uh, there's, there's a lot of other factors that go to in this, too. You know, it's not just like the active decision, you know, and whether it's a life or not. But like we talked about mm -hmm. the dangers that come from women and uh, in that space where like they don't have access to those safe resources, right? Then it's just causes more harm to women overall. But again, I think, you know, the vast majority of people that have died in the womb because of this way vastly outweigh any, any squabbles like that. And I would hope that those uh, would be put to rest under the full authority of the law after a certain point, right? Um, mm. but with this specific situation, it's not even to that point, you know, it, at, at worst, at worst, you have to travel across state lines to do this terrible deed, right? At mm. worst. So mm. it's, nothing's changing drastically in America just yet. And, um, there's another aspect to it too, where it's like the man and the father and caring about the kid after he's born, you know, everyone brings up that, how, um, uh, all these pro-lifers don't care about the life after they're born. They just care to defend it before, and then after they could care less what happens to it, right? And they use that as mm -hmm. a uh, def uh, to institute like different social programs that are needed and stuff. And we can have that conversation, but I want you to address this this first, right? Like, when is that a life? Yeah. Like, if you can't address it by the by in, within the womb, like there's nothing nothing to be had. We just disagree, and, and you you're okay with that. You're okay with killing somebody mm -hmm. for your own. Um, I don't know. Your your path, living your best life, you know, whatever. And that's and that's pretty much ultimately what it is. It's it's that right. It's there. inconvenient, it's, you know. Convenience. There you go. That's it right there. Yeah. That's it right. There. And it's it's almost like all that can be avoided, right? If you intentionally date, if you don't engage in this awful hookup culture, you know that that cult, that society is like presented as the as the 
the necessity nowadays. And I saw a tweet from people that are really outraged that a bunch of uh, men are deciding on women's rights. And they said everyone with the uterus just needs to stop having sex as protest. You know, this is the only way. This oh, We have to do it now. And that's really yeah, interesting that they would go to an abstinence argument Right, but they won't it's consider right, that right. beforehand of all these all these things that happen, these unwanted pregnancies. You know, um, it's unrealistic mm. to practice abstinence, but but to hold back your power as a woman, you're willing to practice abstinence in the sense of manipulating the vote or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, crazy concept. You know, wait till marriage. Right, find someone that you're gonna marry. Um, and another person posted that I totally agreed with, and I retweeted it, but it's like. Uh, if you want to solve the abortion problem, don't, you know, um, don't have sex with someone you're not willing to have a kid with was essentially what it was. And there you go. You know, there you go. And that's and all it is right there. And tell your sons you know, um, absolutely. You know, that's our part. That's what we can do as fathers, like inform our children and everything like, you know, yeah, don't ever have sex with someone you're not willing to have a kid with. That'll solve a lot of the problems. Right. You know, Absolutely. people make mistakes Absolutely. throughout history. It, like it's it's seen, you know, and it's human nature to to do that or whatever. Um, if you can't practice abstinence till marriage, don't be just doing it with anybody because then that kid's life is at risk. You know. Correct. 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 <sighs> it's just awful. Yeah, I get, no, I get I, worked I, up I love, about it. I love that you addressed all those things because, and it's so funny because when we walk it through, uh, you know, it, it just seems like it always goes back to God's word. It always goes back to. God's instructions to warn us um, to avoid these um, these situations that ultimately will make our lives more complicated, you know. And I have a, somebody very close to me recently that, um, you know, was kind of fiddling around with somebody he wasn't really initially very interested in, but he was just, you know, having fun. And then, um, you know, this this young lady, uh, you know, was pregnant, and now, like almost instantaneously, his life has changed. He was this bachelor. Flee, you know, just flowing through life, and now his life has completely changed. And, um, you know, even though she really didn't know him all that well, she wants her baby. Yeah, she wants the baby. So now, uh, you know, initially he wasn't too excited about that, but now he realized like he's he's he's, you know, whether he likes it or not, this has happened. You know. Yeah. And uh, his life has just completely changed. And I think about the fact that yeah, he could have actually avoided uh, this. You know, if he just would have been with somebody he actually loves and. And I didn't mind marrying, you know? Yeah. And, well, that's that's the huge thing, too, with this whole argument that, like, is, like, horrifying. Like, we talked about earlier that the real, um, you know, equality, gender equality difference is that women can have that final say. In a lot of states, the men don't have a say. The father doesn't have a say whether mm-hmm. his kid gets to live or not, you know? God forbid you, you know? And there's, there's tweets that, like, uh, if she um, if she wants to, you know, if she's pro-abortion, she, she's not the one, you know. If she's willing to kill your kid, without your say, without your whatever, she's not the one, I like that. you know. I like that. Um. I like that. So yeah, you need to find someone that has common ground on that stuff for sure, you know. But like but yeah, just the dads that are in that position where they can't, they're just helpless, you know. That is an awful scenario that I don't envy for anybody, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It gets into really sketchy territory because you're just you're you're just ignoring it. You're just ignoring the elephant in the room that that is going to be a, a human being. It's going to grow into a human being, you know. Yeah. And you're just yeah. doing all these other arguments that aren't as relevant. Like, yeah, they 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 matter. Sure, it's these things are happening. I'm not saying they don't, and I'm not saying they're not important, but they're not mm-hmm. as important as like people actively being killed. 
you know? Yes, yes, yes. Big difference. So I think, and and that's not. I'm not trying to get pro-lifers off the hook either. I think we do need to do more and make more efforts to uh, take care of people outside the womb and help struggling moms and everything, you know, and make it less so it doesn't seem like uh, an impossible task. Like I can't do anything, right? They they pull up these uh, examples of these these mothers that are just out stretched to their limit and they they just can't feasibly have the baby or anything. And it's no excuse, you know. There's no reason to to kill someone. It's it's against the law and it's against God's law, you know. There's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no reasoning. There's no nothing. You don't get. You don't have. No one has that right, you know. But we've deluded ourselves in society to kind of thinking that it's okay, you know, mm-hmm. when it's not. And um, so yeah, like I was saying, yeah. I think we can do more to uh, yeah be there for the women in need after birth. And and my whole goal is to get dads to stop being deadbeats and stick around and raise the damn kids. You know, stick around and be there for them because it matters. And yes, yes, that's yes, how I'm yes. trying to help and tackle this whole thing. And we have a big responsibility too. Like it takes two people to create a child. It takes a man and a yes, woman. It, it is both their yes, responsibility. Do not yes. procreate with someone you're not willing to have a kid with. You're playing Correct. with fire. You're playing with a life here. Correct. It's important. You can't just gloss Correct. over that for whatever reason. I don't care what your situation is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I have to say, I, I, I do uh, respect the man that, um, like even the person I'm making reference to uh, that I know, you know, they were kind of flee, you know, just flowing through life. And once they realized like, okay, this is happening, you know, um, the appropriate adjustments started to happen in their, you know, his own life. He's realized like, okay, I need to Beautiful. step up and make, yeah, yeah. Make preparations. And, and, you know, one, one of the things you, you brought up that uh, I, I really appreciate about, I'm going to say a lot of dedicated, uh, I don't know if I want to say conservative Christians, but, you know, for example, one of the ministries that I keep up with and I support is Apologia Church, and they're um, in um, uh, Arizona. And, you know, they often go to uh, abortion mills, Planned Parenthoods, and they protest, you know, legally. You know, they have uh, bullhorns, but they'll do the appropriate decimal uh, level to not violate the law, you know. So, um, but they're familiar with the law. And what I love about the pastor, especially uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin, is he's on the front lines. And he often um, talks to these uh, mothers, these families, but even the staff at Planned Parenthood and challenge them. And often when they say, well, you guys, you know, you, you Christians or you conservatives, or whatever, you're so big on saving the life. But once these parents or these families need help, you're nowhere to be found. And what I love is that he pulls out his phone and he starts showing them all the, the, the children that he saved. Yeah. Because he's been standing at sometimes at that specific site. And he'll say they run around at his church. They're five years old. This one's six years old. This one's 12, you know, and and he tells people, you know, directly, we do have lawyers on standby that will provide help right now. We do have access to pregnancy centers. You know, that's something I wanted to bring up just for anybody listening. There are pregnancy centers that will help you. Uh, no cost needed. They will help you with resources. They're like the opposite of Planned Parenthood. And they're all over. Please find them. Look yeah. at them. Google them. Uh, yeah, they will help you with resources. They will help you with, you know, and you can donate. People can donate to these places as well, but they will help you, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I love the people that do stand up and they mean what they say. They actually adopt, you know, this this pastor. He has adopted children as well, you know, so he's he's putting, he, he's not only preaching and he's actually practicing it, you know. Yeah. So uh, so I love, I love, I love the people that actually 
absolutely you know, are accountable yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and practice what they preach. Yeah. That's a hundred percent the truth. And I think we should all be more like that. And not everyone can adopt, you know, not everyone's situation is different. It's a huge undertaking. And I don't encourage you to do it just for the sake of this cause. Only do it. If yeah, you're going to yeah, be yeah. there, if you're willing to take on another yeah. kid and love them like your own, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I have th- the heart for it for sure. Yeah. And I think especially mm-hmm. like you need to, like analyze if you're not loving your kids right don't bring another kid into that scenario please yeah you know exactly. so make sure you have a loving house to offer before you get into that but not that it's anybody's yeah, exactly. business but me and my wife have even considered we're gonna you know adopt some kids a kid someday you know because mm-hmm. of all these things mm-hmm. that happen and because there's so many kids in need in the foster systems however it is you know that's our plan someday once we have a couple of our own you know um or whenever mm-hmm. we feel the right time to do that is but so yeah absolutely you know i think that argument is thrown out a lot, but there's not really any data or evidence to correlate it, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. even so, I would, you, whatever you would say about conservatives or whatever, I wouldn't say leftists are more viable to adopt. You know, they're more <laughs> like, yeah. there's no argument there that's like statistically backed, right? It's just yeah, yeah. a complex I, subject I that you're pushing on them, right? I did mm-hmm. hear a George Carlin bit, which I love him, right? He's, he's a great comedian. Uh, he's really funny. But mm-hmm. I think he's just off center here, off point, where he, he's making the arguments like we all just said, where, you know, they don't care about women and stuff. And they only care about the life when they're in the womb. And then afterwards, they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. And until they're yeah, 18, yeah, like, then they send them off to war and stuff, right? Oh, goodness. And it's like that last comment. Like, you can, you can make comments about the military-industrial complex all you want, but that's not like a pro-life issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can talk about the, uh, what death penalty and everything, right. And different stances on that. But yeah, you're just kind of pulling away from the argument. Almost, it's almost like a natural human reaction because we know we're in the wrong to point at literally any other argument, anything else to distract from the fact that like not admit that that baby is a kid, anything you can think of, you know, and I, I've gone, you know, pretty hyperbolic here. Like I said, it's, it's a, topic i'm very passionate about not just because my own kids but i've seen the process it's a beautiful process and i'm I'm so passionate about building a loving family home i'm trying to build better dads and everything that's my whole thing and it extends to this you know um but i want to encourage just from a christian perspective you know i admit when you said that this this ministry is going out and protesting at those clinics i did get a little worried because we do see a lot in the media or whatever everyone points to the uh, Christians that are protesting or whatever as like bad examples and they're, you know, you're going to hell, God hates F words, God hates, you know, whatever. Right. And, and my pastor made a big, good point on it a while ago where it's like, you don't want to bring that message to somebody that is in their, one of their most vulnerable positions they've ever been in. Right. Take the, the, um, token situation that you want, right. A young girl that doesn't, that shouldn't have it. Right. Or, uh, that's going through all this and they're very nervous about everything, right? Whatever the most victim situation you can think of, right? Y- you mm-hmm. need to come to that person. You can't like point out like sin and everything like that. You know, that's not going to, that's not mm-hmm. helpful to anybody with any um, thing like that. And I think it's beautiful kind of what, what the person that talked to your mom did, you know, that's a good way to go about it, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, w- what I essentially love about that approach is that, um, the person directed my mother to God, to the Bible, you know, and, and that's, I think, um, most important aspect is God is going to have the final say when it comes to, you know, good and evil. And, you know, we have the Bible, so we already know what he says about it. And I, I do think it's important to warn people that if they're thinking about, you know, uh, 
you know, dismantling their baby because, yeah, they want to go to college and have some more fun and stuff like that. Um, I, I think we should warn them. We should at least warn them. Now, I do think that um, the way you do it in your approach should be uh, kind and considerate, but I think also everyone should be warned that, hey, by the way, you know, you are actually violating God's commandments and you're going to have to answer to him on judgment day. You know, yeah. that, 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 that comes along with it because I, I, it's very difficult to appeal to somebody um, and it's not about God, you know, like, you know, I can say, well, hey, it's, it's really, you shouldn't steal that. And it's like, well, why? You say, uh, but it's really not nice. But why? Oh, well, it's not very considerate of others. Yeah, but why? Why is it not considered? What's the standard? You would always go back to God's word. Yeah. Because God, yeah, because God said, but um, in this <clears throat> particular ministry, Apologia uh, Church, uh, phenomenal. I definitely recommend you guys check out Pastor Jeff Durbin because uh, he is not one of those pastors that stay in the pulpit. Uh, he's in the pulpit and he's in front of Planned Parenthoods. He's preaching. He's somebody who goes to Congress and he will uh, challenge the legislators face to face, not just letters and, and staying in, at home. This guy's on the front line. So uh, I will say he's one of those few pastors that I really truly admire because he puts, uh, uh, you know, he, he put he puts everything he's preaching. He's he's practicing it, and he's really building up people to uh, um, really to step forward and not really just talk about stuff, but actually be about it. You know, and he's actually one of those people that I really admire. And yeah. this is one of the reasons why I'm so big on ministry work is because he doesn't hold back. And um, there's a lot of uncomfortable conversations he has with people, especially regarding abortion. Um, and he there's ministries regarding that just connected to uh, his church and and. But I love it. It's just not his thing. Like his wife's a part of it, his family, and he has a huge family, you know. Um, but he's he's really really raised up a lot of men uh, and women in his church to go out and start their own ministries to help people, you know, and and really discuss what it is that you and I are talking about right now. But actually offering resources, you know, instead of just saying, "Hey, you shouldn't do this," and then like walk away. Yeah, so right. Just leave them with some, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have some information. Like, hey, here's the the nearest pregnancy center. Hey, we will adopt your baby. Please don't end the life. We will adopt them, you know. And so it's really nice to to see that, you know. So it's uh, very encouraging, very encouraging. It really change your mind uh, mindset when you you realize, oh, these are there's actual people that are actually very serious about this, you know. So you know, so I but I have heard and I've had atheist buddies tell me, oh, you you can you know Christians conservative, you don't really care about the baby until you know you know they're they're born and then you don't you know. You don't really care about them, you know, and, and it's like eh, there are some people that, yeah, they, they do uh, have a lot to say about uh, the abortion topic, you know, until, you know, yeah, the baby is born. Then it's like, OK, uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, but there are many ministries that are demonstrating that, you know, it's the opposite, you know, like we know even from a statistical standpoint, more Christians uh, adopt, more Christians give, yeah, you know, even if they don't make a lot of money, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, more Christians build uh hospitals you know and so schools it's just, uh, and everything and ministry yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. mission absolutely, projects yeah. absolutely missionary work as well yeah it's, it's amazing it's amazing god is god is still using people you know yeah um yeah and just to kind of kind of bring this all to a close i think we've done a good kind of round topic of it um if there anything else we've missed because i i truly like want to kind of hear all aspects of it and i'm sure we're going to get a bunch of comments on this oh, one. Oh, oh, you most you most certainly believe it you you most I, certainly i'm at my it. wits end though because like all the stuff i'm hearing and everyone like it's not even a like it's not even getting into the real issue with what was decided you know it's just a state's yeah. issue now 
Um, but getting into the real right. issue, yeah, I, I don't think you have any ground to stand on. You know, um, let's let's just review. You know, sled. It's a, y your arguments can go for basing humanhood to grant someone because you're almighty, powerful. You get to decide, right? You get to decide when someone's a human. But so you decide based on their size, how big the person is, right? Their level mm -hmm. of development. Uh, whether it's like how much they've grown into an adult or not. I guess only full adults are persons now or whatever. I mean, I don't want to be hyperbolic. I want to give you guys get everyone. I say you guys like I'm talking directly to them. I want to give that side a fair no, shot. I'm talking to them. And no okay. one's going to watch this if they don't agree with it. But, <laughs> um, but so just just know. So it's it's like we said, size. It's about level of development, not just in the womb, but you can bring it outside the womb. It, you can't determine that. That's not a good determination for personhood. It is environment, which is probably the silliest. You know, just because they're in the womb, they don't count as a person. That's that's silly. I was gonna say some other words. It's silly. <laughs> um, uh, whether you're in a state or another state or in a country or another country, wherever you are on Earth, your GPS, your location does not determine your personhood. And then uh, degree of dependency. You know, everyone in different times in their lives are dependent. Maybe, hopefully you won't have to be, but when you're older, you will be dependent exactly. upon nurses and everything. Well, are you not a person at that right. point? You know, that gets into an ageism concept, you know? So I don't think any of these yes. arguments yes. Will, will hold water when you actually give a good faith attempt to justify your position of why that clump of cells is not a human being, you know? And right. I think it's, it's right. hard because everyone's passionate about it from different sides of it. I'm a dad and everything, and I'm trying to make better families and everything for the future and everything. But and they're, you know, um, just vulnerable women that are in a tough spot. I'm not going to say it's not a tough spot. It's one of the biggest undertakings you can do. Your life is going to change, and I'm going to preach. You know, I'm going to preach that my 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 face goes blue that we date intentionally and that we don't lead to these scenarios that are uncomfortable and that we only give mm -hmm. access to ourselves to those that are worthy and those that would you would be willing to start a family with, you know? Obviously, abstinence till marriage is, is the best course of action, but, you know, we're human, we fail, that's okay, but don't, like, you're rolling the dice, like, you're, you're, you're rolling the dice, like, every other weekend on Tinder, but you're going to complain when the actual situation result comes up snake eyes. Exactly. Like, exactly. what, like, but you keep rolling the dice, though. By all means, live your best life. You know? <laughs> I just, I think that's so selfish, you know? Um, and. And like you said, I, I love the points that you brought up because it is vital that these women and anyone else uh, in that situation feels that they have resources, that they're not alone because that's why these yeah. choices are made. You know, you feel like you don't have anybody, you don't have anything that's going to, and it's, you feel worse for the kid a lot of times, right? What life could you give the kid? You know, um, first of all, uh, your, your basis in life, how, how far ahead or how far back you start in the race of life should not determine whether you get a shot, whether you're let into the race, you know? Amen. There's Amen. so many examples throughout all of history of people that come from, and especially like God Bless America, like the line of opportunity that gives people the opportunity to improve their life situation, their family's life situation, right? But you're going to cut out the middleman? You're going to cut out the, the shot? You don't even let them get a step in because it's going to be hard at the beginning? Like, I'm sorry, that's, that's despicable. And, and like I said, I, I get a little heated and I maybe shouldn't say things like that, but um, because I do come from a place of, of love with it, I want to help you out. I want to, let's talk about this. Let's find your resources. Let's get you some help. You know, I just think 
on the fundamental basis, I think it's cowardly to run from the argument of determining when that life happens. And when you do get to that mm-hmm. argument, the SLED acronym stops it every time. You know, there's no viable argument for it not being a human. So let's just, let's get past that and admit that, you know, that side pro-choice is pro-death. They're okay with choosing life over death. They're yeah. okay with the choice to... uh rob somebody of the potential of life for their own needs for their own selfish reasons you know whatever they may be um there's a lot of other resources out there there's adoption there's plenty of other uh pregnancy centers like james said so i encourage you know anybody who this is relevant to seek out those resources and you know like i said if what's done is done you can't change the past and i you know i would i pray for you and i hope for everything that uh you know you can find solace in in you know, we all have to live with what we've done. You know, nobody's perfect and only God is perfect, right? So mm-hmm. coming to that point and kind of seeking, uh, just being able to, you know, still function in society and not letting anything hold you back and still living a good mm-hmm. life and trying to, you know, correct your mistakes or whatever, uh, for whatever your reason is, right? You might not, <laughs> like, not everyone believes in God and everything, but uh, whatever the na- the mm-hmm. universe, right, balance the scales or whatever, whatever's going to get you to, you know, get up the next day, I encourage, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just kind of wrapping that all up, That's I think that's important to address all those things and, you know, date intentionally, ha- only do that with people that you would be willing to have a kid with, teach it to your sons, you know, it's a two-person deal, it's not just one, you know, it takes two person to make that kid. Um so let's just all be more accountable, yeah? So we don't have lives at stake. I think that'd be great. I don't think it's too much to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I have to say, Tim, it's really nice to hear you uh, touch on that topic. I don't think we've ever really discussed it uh, to to this you know, extent. It's, it's evolved over time. I always was pro-life. Yeah, I, I was tell. always uh, had this view. I knew it was, you know, a life and everything. But mm-hmm. I thought, you know, patriotically, like, as a country, as the U.S., if we are going to be a free country, and I might have said this yeah. before, but that was my viewpoint before. If we're a free country, yeah. we should allow it. Yeah. You know, it's a freedom yeah. and it's a right or whatever. Cause that's, and that's what's interesting. I didn't know that it was only 50 years, right? And the document yeah. that actually brought it up, the guy yeah. brings up all of history and all of the Constitution and, like, how this is not Constitution-based at all. In no way have we been founded on the right to – on that right, you know? Um, it's just shoehorned in in a, in a sloppy way. It's not legal. It has no legal precedent. Um, right. And it, the fact that right. it was allowed this long is is, is wild. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> with with all that in mind, yeah, I thought as a free country because I grew up in the era of that. I ne- I knew nothing besides that, besides yeah. it being allowed and it being a right. Yeah. You know. So I was like, yeah, I know yeah. we need to protect freedoms, and freedoms is what matter in America. So if we're the free country, if we get to come here and live how you like, then we have to allow it. But yeah, yeah. I believe in all of that. All of that rings true, except when you're endangering someone else's life. There's a clear Amen. line in the sand, a very clear exactly. line in the sand, and it applies to every other situation except for people that are in the womb. Mm. And I don't understand the mental gymnastics of that, and I'm very glad that I've you know, learned all this. And like Again... I have I knew I felt this way. I sought out that opinion and then I there's resources to it holds water, you know? You can actually have a conversation about this. And I talked about this on Twitter a while ago, but people are too often 
they will feel a certain way about any controversial topic naturally with their upbringing and their environment, right? They will find sources and confirmation bias throughout the media or wherever that confirms what they believe, but they will not be able to actually hold a conversation and tell you why and describe and defend it when it's under attack, you know? They will resort yes. to um, name-calling. They name will resort calling. to mm. whatever else, mm. right? It's just you can't defend what you believe, and I think that's really sad. I think all of us have it a is. duty, a charge. We're all going to have core beliefs. We're not all going to agree, and I love that. That's fine. I want to hear from the other side, but be able to have a conversation. Like, <laughs> you know, can. like be able to defend what you're talking about and, and point out flaws, and I'm willing to admit if I'm wrong, if you can prove me wrong, you know, I'd love to hear it. Um, this one I'd say is a lot harder to get me to budge on than others <laughs> because I, there's no yeah. viable way to yeah. say that's not a life, but, but please try, clear, right? you yeah. know, and clear. I'll hear your other arguments, you know, but I want to also hear you address this one. You know, I, I'm, I'll have the conversation about your rights and how you feel infringed upon, and I'll have the conversation about all the other things and how it harms women overall, as long as we address the other one, how it is mm. killing people. And then we can talk to your heart's content, you know? So, it. yeah, I I, I've been through a big metamorphosis with it. Like I said, I used to think that it was it should be free, but but it honestly, yeah, like, yeah, the line yeah, is drawn. I can, I can tell you've lives. been evolving. Yeah I, yeah, I can tell, man. I can tell this is uh, this has been resonating with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. It's very that's very good. That's excellent. And so we, we, we said before how it's just it's a state's issue. Not, not, no real change is happening just yet. And everyone is upset because it is a slippery slope to it being revoked and whatever in America. And I, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever get to the point where federally they, it will be outlawed, you know? Mm. Although as a Christian mm. and my pro-life stance and believing that it is a life, I think it is the right thing to do is to outlaw it entirely because murder is murder. That is my viewpoint. You know, I'll defend it, whatever. But as of right now in America, I think this is a step at least in the right direction right making it a state's rights issue rather than federally across the board no it's okay mm. and i can mm. see from that perspective why people would think it's a slippery slope and they're going to take it away altogether and you're right like they're like i like i just admitted i i think that's the right thing to do but we can have a conversation about that you know um more so i think the thing about america is that you get to live the way you you want and like don't just don't touch me or mine and we'll be fine right <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, there's there's parts when it transgresses and it affects the next generation and kids and everything. And there this is go. one where it's a direct um, choice being made. You know, there's not a chance it's going to affect somebody. There's not a chance, you know, with 0.1% chance it might hurt somebody. There's not um, a chance your kid might pick it up in public school. It's not a school's issue. It is a 100% choice to over someone else's life. And that is just not acceptable. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, you 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 said it, man. You said it. It's uh, that's the right mindset. That's the right mindset, and uh, this is why it's important to have a foundational worldview to appeal to, you know. And the fact that we have just this very clear biblical perspective, it actually makes things incredibly easy um, in regards to judging things, you know. Like obviously, we know murder is is you know you're infringing upon another person. It's uh, it, it's just wild how there are people that are blind by some type of other perspective that, you know, I, you know, that, you know, to justify killing a baby in the womb, like this is supposed to be the most sacred and the safest place for any human being. It's yeah. inside the womb. 
And now, you know, we live in a time where, you know, even that's not even safe, you know, so it's just, yeah. But I, I love hearing your your thoughts about this, man. I can tell you've, uh, you definitely um, have grown and, and this is really resonating with you, you know. Well, I think it's it's just an interesting time, like we said, because like the progressive left have gotten so like polarizing and it's gotten so far out of the realm of like common sense and reality that we yes. can't define womanhood anymore. And, you know, bodily autonomy, my body, my choice is there was, it was, there was another scenario of that. And, and the progressive left landed on the opposite side. You know, they were all for it for the sake of protecting older people from a, f- from a less powerful flu. So you'll have, mm. they'll take that stance, but you won't, you know, take that stance to defend kids. Right. And it's, mm. It's just disheartening, you know, and that's what I say. I talk a lot of times about like the culture of America and society and how it's just degraded to a point where it's just not in a good place. You know, society encourages uh, all sorts of just not helpful acts. You know, I don't think it's helpful hookup culture. I think hookup culture is a disease. You know, it causes problems like this on a mass scale. Um, You know, the pornography being sex work being seen is like normalized and everything. You know, the, the whole concept of pornography like you're, you're literally watching and not saying that they're two people in love they're actors are doing whatever right but they're two people um in that sake doing committing that act you know and like in any other scenario in history you're seen as a creep and a weirdo like you're just sitting outside like watching but it takes yeah, that away yeah. because it's personal it's on your phone and or wherever it is and it's like it's anonymous you know yeah. takes all yeah. the responsibility out of it um all the, all the accountability out of it you know um, yeah, it I talk about this a lot with relationships on Twitter and stuff, and it's like you need to honor your wife with your words, your actions, and your thoughts, you know, and I've learned that biblically, you know, like uh, <clears throat> Jesus said, if you have hold, hold lust for a woman in your heart, that's committing adultery, you know, mm-hmm. and you can, ex- <clears throat> you can extend that to uh, pornography, you know, if you're just looking at other women, it's it's not conducive to a healthy relationship and you guys can watch that together or whatever and it's it's just there's there's going to be something missing that that purity of it you know um find that stuff with your spouse you know that's that's sacred it's supposed to be intended for marriage you know learn that stuff together Mm. and and enjoy each other's time and it's just i just get depressed when i think about like what culture kind of encourages nowadays you know yeah one resource i wanted to just throw out there and it's a book that i read some years ago and it really helped uh, my perspective when it comes to sexuality and pornography and that kind of stuff is uh, it's a book called Every Man's Battle. And uh, it's from uh, uh, Steve Arterburn and Fred Stoker. uh, What you just shared, actually, um, they kind of unpack in the book, you know, really just especially when they are communicating with um, men that are married, that there's some type of uh, really uh, beautiful uh, sacred, um, I don't know, this this approach that you can have with your wife when it comes to sexual intimacy when you aren't distributing uh, that to pornography or other elements, you know. It's all and, energy, and it, you know. It's all energy yeah. that as men we have and, yeah. and we expend yeah. doing yeah. all this bullshit when it oh, should be reserved for that person, you know, yeah. that we hold dear. And I'm sorry, yeah. you know, we, yeah. can, we talked yeah, yeah, earlier yeah, yeah, how yeah. I like talk You're different with Lee. about this. I, I, I feel that's <laughs> good. <laughs> um, no, no, I, but I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. You have the right idea. And it is crap, you know, to, to distribute your energy or your time with these other things that are basically the counterfeit when, you know, you have access to 
the real thing and you can invest in and in even you know not to get too graphic or anything but just kind of improving in that sexual intimacy you know like it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful yeah. thing god designed the reason to not only reinforce that marriage but to actually be pleasurable to to both people you know and so yeah so but I, yeah i agree i agree um for sure and so we're as long as we're um <clears throat> we get kind of Heavy there with all that stuff, right? Uh, we're getting that, pretty... yeah, that's some heavy stuff right there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting pretty long here. I think we're going to take a short break, but in the meantime, um, I wanted to, you know, plug us up again. So <laughs> if you're still here, you know, if you're still with us, uh, we have uh, a bunch of other resources you can go see. I talk about a lot of these issues on Twitter. Um, as far as, you know, if you're a man that needs help or anything, uh, if you need help with these things, it's, it's stuff that kind of is coming-of-age stuff, right? Um, getting away from porn, finding a wife and, uh, you know, growing in your strength and your self-improvement and your, and reaching your goals. Right. I, I talk about all that on Twitter and stuff. So hit me up there. The description's in the pot and the, the link is in the description below. And I've actually like opened up like a coaching type service. So if you want more direct contact, you know, open to calls and stuff and how we can create a plan for you to achieve your goals through actionable daily steps. You know, so you can actually see progress instead of bumbling forward and hoping that you achieve success uh, historically and, and statistically that's not going to work out for you. So when you want to make real progress and you need some help, let me know. Hit me up. Links are in the description. Um, as far as the Stage Crew podcast goes, we're available on all your podcasting platforms, you know, audio, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And then if you're listening to us there, we have a YouTube channel, right? Check us out there. We have uh, different shorter segments uh, all throughout the week. So feel free to describe, subscribe, and like, and leave a comment, and leave a five-star review on those other audio-only ones, right? Stage Clear Podcast, look us up anywhere, you'll find us, and uh, <clears throat> if you want to send, you have questions, you have, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are going to have passionate things to say about this one. Uh, if you want to address on the podcast officially, stageclearpod at gmail.com for questions. Stageclearpod at gmail.com if you have some questions. And after that, you know, leave us a comment we'd love to hear from you and then if you're serious if you have a good take and you know you you screen it with us and you talk to us and you actually want to be on be on with us and and have a discussion about this or any other topic you're passionate about and you can defend it you know we we can consider having you on we'd love to have an antithesis point of view besides me just kind of spouting off arguments that i've heard Mm -hmm. i'm sure people get really angry if they're like oh but you didn't say this and like what do you say to this so let us know we might have you on sometime all that being said, uh, we're going to take a short little break and then we'll get to some other topics, probably like religion. All right, see ya. Welcome back, boys and girls. Uh, so full disclosure, here's the thing. Uh, this episode's coming out a little bit late. Like I said, we've been trying to get back on the same schedule. We'll get a routine podcast to you next week, I promise. Um, but because of that, right, it is kind of late. We went for like an hour and a half or so, and this topic is really important to all of us, especially, you know, obviously. Um, but we kind of feel like this is a good place to stop it. You know, it's very relevant right now, and we can post it in its entirety, and that will kind of say what it what is needed to be said. Um, so we will save all our other escapades and everything for you next week. Um, we will hopefully have some Doctor Strange stuff for you, right? That'll be really fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. So look out for that one uh, after you... <laughs> get through this stuff that's a little uncomfortable, a little hard to talk about sometimes, but important nonetheless. We can't just ignore it, you know? Um, But yeah, we we appreciate you guys sticking around. I already gave all the plugs, so we could probably just kind of close out in some prayer here. Um, Let let me lead this one this time. Go for it, brother. Go for it, man. Um, Okay. So if we could just bow our heads. uh, Mm -hmm. Take your time. 
Dear Lord, uh, me and James come before you today and all our audience that's praying with us just and ask for your just wisdom and your grace and, and your mercy because we are all sinners and we all seek it and we seek your divine nature and your divine guidance. We turn to your word and your scripture, your divine revelation for uh, the solution to a lot of this you know, corrupt world's problems and just please be patient with us as we figure it out I am thankful for your encouraging hand you know moving and doing all the things to your grand plan and your grand design um, this is a very encouraging sign uh, for the future and so I think all, the thi- all these things are being done in, in your name and in your glory and it's part of your divine purpose and I would just pray that you show people on both sides you know soften their hearts actually soften their hearts I know in biblically you you tend to harden hearts in certain cases like Ramses and Pharaoh uh, in Egypt but but take this time and I'm not I'm not going to tell you what to do you know if it's in your will if it's in your will (laughs) I'm sure there's a great battle ahead but just give people the courage to stand up for what's right and give soften the hearts of everyone so that they can have a discussion about these things that are super important super relevant and and just come to some type of solution that that isn't this mass genocide uh if it be in your will we pray for that and please um give us christians the wherewithal and the (coughs) foresight and servitude to practice what we preach and be there for those who need it and please help those on the other side of the fence that feel helpless and hopeless show them the path show them your your glory like you have so many other people show them the there is a way that there is resources there is help out there um we pray all this in your great glorious name amen 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 awesome man thank you tried that one (laughs) that was awesome man that was beautiful (laughs) all right uh we'll see you guys next week uh monday this time uh the schedule will be you know, we'll, we drop the main cast Monday and then Wednesday, Friday, Saturday on YouTube. We got the other smaller videos. Uh, so we'd love to see you there. Comment. Let us know what you think. All right. All right. Blessings to everyone. Blessings, please. Stay safe out there. Stand up for what you believe in. Be able to defend it. Have a conversation with somebody. Amen. Amen. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>